Hello, and welcome to a special report by the Sullivan County Democrat podcast. Our podcast is brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. Check out their Lower Main Street location to see what they're baking up in the kitchen. Head to their Facebook and Instagrams for more information. Whether it's by local nurses, local elected officials, or just residents, the Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills and Harris has been a topic of conversation lately. To get to the bottom of rumors, publisher Fred Stabbert III recently sat down with Jonathan Schiller, outgoing CEO of Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills, to discuss recent challenges the hospital has faced. Schiller told the Democrat the years 2020 and 2021 were in a time of incredible volume of incredibly sick people due to the pandemic, and they also received significant federal funds. Schiller said that as the CARE Act relief funds ran out, the hospital experienced a loss in revenue. As 2022 began to unfold, the healthcare industry as a whole saw a dramatic decline in patient volumes and significant increase in expense, officials said. Our volume was down 15% behind our plan, Schiller said, regarding the first four months of 2022. Across our system, we are nearly $33 million behind budget for the first four months of the year. According to Schiller and hospital spokespersons, 30 to 35% of hospitals across the country are in the same boat trying to determine if decreased demand is the new normal or if demand will pick up following four slower months to start the year. Labor supplies, pharmaceuticals, temporary labor, premium payments are off the charts and no more CARE Act funding, Schiller said. It's been the perfect storm. There are not as many sick patients, lower than historical demand, and higher than ever cost, and we can't raise our rates, Schiller said. He explained that although Garnet Health has been, quote, good stewards of resources, the dramatic decrease in demand and increased cost is, quote, not sustainable. The Garnet Health Systems is roughly a $100 million company that is currently $33 million behind budget, $5 million at the Catskills division alone. We are trying to be careful now to avoid a crisis, he said. To address this issue, the administration and board decided to consolidate the medical surgical units, the third time they have done so. The medical surgical unit is where patients go for post-operation recovery. Right now, Garnet Health Catskills has two such units, one on the second floor and one on the fifth. The consolidation of the two medical surgical units has occurred to the fifth floor unit. Garnet Health's Middletown campus is experiencing the same challenges. Garnet Health System is experiencing significant dips in patient volume, with the exception of Garnet Health Urgent Care, officials said. Hospital officials also decided to apply to the State Department of Health for a temporary closure of their critical care unit, which through the end of April was 50% below capacity, Schiller said, adding, quote, that is our most expensive unit where we provide intensive care on a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week basis. We either have a one-to-one patient-nurse ratio or or two-patient-to-one-nurse ratio, he said. Alarms immediately sounded in the community as administration notified employees of their decision and the word reached outside the hospital. There were rallies in Monticello as well as long discussions at the county government center before the legislature. Last week, the state health department denied the application for the temporary closure of the critical care unit, but more on that in a minute. Summer is notoriously a busy time for Sullivan County and the hospital. Schiller said, quote, we hire additional staff in the emergency room and our OB department sees a lot more births on a per month basis. But even with higher patient usage, Schiller said, quote, we are not optimistic about a big spike in ICU patients. Traditionally, patients come to the ER and then are transported to their, quote, home hospital for more acute care, Schiller said. This could include hospitals in Westchester and Rockland counties. 
We are going through a period of low utilization, extremely high cost, he said. It's not sustainable long term for the whole industry. He added that their commitment to Sullivan County is unwavering, adding that we continue to recruit providers for new services. We have been recruiting and adding services to Sullivan County at a pretty good pace for over five years, which has resulted in bringing on a new surgeon, gastroenterology, endocrinology, and more. Administrators are hoping this means providing more needed services to patients at the hospitals. These new doctors will see new patients as well as consult on inpatient services, Schiller said. No one is losing their jobs, he added. There are no layoffs. In fact, we have a high staff vacancy rate across our system. As stated earlier in this podcast, the DOH rejected the application by Garnet Health to temporarily close Garnet Health Medical Center Catskill's critical care unit for four months. Following the announcement, myself, managing editor Joe Abraham, and editor Matt Shortall reached out to local community members and elected officials to get their take on what was going on. Legislative Chairman Rob Doherty recently met with Jonathan Schiller, along with County Manager Josh Potosik and Vice Chair of the Legislature Michael Brooks. He told the Democrat that while a large array of services are necessary, as Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills and their Calicoon campus is our county's sole hospitals, it's also important that they are financially solvent so they continue services throughout the county. Doherty said, quote, there has to be a balance found somewhere. They put in a recommendation to the DOH to change how they operate, and I think maybe that was an overreach. But they do need to find a happy medium. As a county, we need services, but they also need to be solvent so they can continue serving us well into the future. District 2 legislator Nadia Reich has expressed concern in recent weeks about the legislature not knowing Garnet Health's plans and visions for the hospital adding that as a body, they should collectively meet with the new hospital CEO and the board and see if there is some way they can help. She cited possibly reaching out to new Lieutenant Governor Antonio Delgado, who had served as the county's representative in Congress in recent years. She referred to the DOH rejecting the hospital's plan as, quote, a double-edged sword, because while she is concerned about the closure of critical departments, keeping the CCU open is anticipated to further the hospital's financial dilemma. So her attention now turns to the state. Rice said, quote, the state needs to do a better job with reimbursements and keeping these hospitals open because we are not the only hospitals that are in jeopardy. We need to protect our residents, make sure they are treated equitably, that they have a place to go and not be transported miles away. New York State Assemblywoman Aileen Gunther has been outspoken on the CCU issue and recently held a rally with nurses from the hospital in late May, urging the DOH to reject the plan that would temporarily close the CCU. She called the rejection a victory for Sullivan County residents and said she was proud to stand with nurses and advocates who fought to keep the CCU open and thanked New York State Department of Health Commissioner Dr. Mary Bassett for hearing the concerns of the community. Gunther said that Garnett's plan would have left Sullivan County without CCU beds and adds that transporting people out of the county is not only bad for residents seeking services, but taxpayers as well. The hospital is trying to save money, but if a person is on Medicaid, we're the ones who are going to be paying for transport. It's unacceptable, Gunther said, and we need to work together to find a way to ensure these services are sustainable here in Sullivan County. When asked about next steps, Jonathan Schiller, whose last day on the job was last Friday, said the financial challenges faced by the hospital prior to the DOH application still exist and that they are currently evaluating all of their options. The Sullivan County Democrat will continue to follow this story, but for now, that does it for this episode of the podcast brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe. We'll catch up with you next week.